This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Long Delithi Podcast. We are your hosts, Jacob and Thomas from Beacon. We're going to be breaking down our fourth record song by song and going in depth on the recording process and context behind the tracks. In each episode, we'll be highlighting some of our favorite sounds and loops and making them available as a free download on BandLab. BandLab is a digital audio workstation and social platform. You can go ahead, download the app, and head over to our profile to access the official sound pack. And this is uh, episode eight of the Long Delithi podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Show Me How. Show Me How is one of the oldest tracks on the record. Um, it was written alongside of Ostrich uh, in an early set of demos before we were even focusing on this record, really. It was part of a project we were working on with Heavy Duty, who is a sync house based out of LA, specifically tailored for film trailers. And um, this was one of the key works in that set of demos. You know, I remember the whole track opening up around this vocal thing that you that you showed me in the studio one day. In in a lot of ways, the track kind of in the on the record is a pretty singular thing. Like it has its own life and sits in a different space than the rest of the record, which I think is really interesting. And a lot of that has to do with the way this vocal intro thing was done, uh, running your vocals through this specific process that maybe we can talk about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this the melody for this. And the chord progression, there's a few different iterations of it. And I remember like really right in March of 2020, as lockdown was descending, I was sort of escaping the apartment to go to our studio in Brooklyn. And that's where this came out of. And that's where the lyrics for this came out of. Um, they say it's happening. It's starting now. They say it's happening. It's starting now. You thought you left me. Just like a really intense time. And the vocal effect is the um, isotope vocal synth. It's called a few different things, but you'll know it from like Bon Iver or Francis in the Lights. He calls it a prismizer, which I think I like that as a name for it the best. But basically, sending chords through a vocoder on the main vocal line. So that's what you're hearing in the beginning, and then you're hearing a ton of effects automation, like really intensely pushing the distortion. You know, the prismizer adds so much intense transient information that can become complex and like a little too much at times. But I think this, especially in the beginning here, it's being pushed to the sort of extreme end. Like Jake was saying, the song at that time was transformed into this very specific purpose of catering some demos for film and TV. When we started working with this team, they they had mentioned like, you know, a lot of your music has this like incredible build to it. We felt very seen because, you know, that's always like how we approach writing stuff. So this song is pretty much the full culmination of that. You know, the song structure is really about building tension and intensity and adding elements 
um, strategically along the way that, you know, which will break down in some of the, in the stems, how we achieve that. It's one of the most collaborative songs we've put out because um, Kevin, who mixed the record, you know, this was our first time working with Kevin, and he brought a lot of really interesting sound design, stuff that's a little bit more catered to cinematic uses. Into our world and the the mesh of those two things was just like really, really compelling and exciting. You know, there was a conversation when we were prepping the final track for the record is which version to use. And I think we both felt that the things that Kevin contributed really took the song to like a whole new space. The strings he added, the kind of riser, punctuated hits that are throughout it. Impacts. Yeah, yeah. like these are really great sound design moments that he's so good at. Um just really worked in the track. You know, it seemed like the best one to release publicly, you know, even outside of it just being catered towards something like film. Um, yeah, and then uh, you know, the track ends up living in Apple's keynote for yeah the new MacBook. Yeah, we were really, really lucky that during the pandemic, you know, the song that we had developed got this opportunity to be in an Apple keynote when they announced the um, M1 MacBook Pro. So honestly, it made a lot of the next chapter of the band possible. It was a huge opportunity for us. So Show Me How really represents a lot of what makes this chapter so concrete as an album. And, you know, it was like just a, such a complicated time in the music industry and, you know, finding a path forward where touring had been pretty much completely off the table. And um, yeah, I mean, Beacon's music has always really been, we're very fortunate that it's been used in film and TV quite a bit. So Show Me How was sort of the culmination of all those efforts and all those relationships. And Yeah, and it was interesting because the track had kind of existed publicly to some degree a year before the record ever came out, before yeah. the song came out. Yeah. People know. are like, where is it? Where is the yeah. song? When are you going to release it? Yeah, people who follow the act a little closer definitely like got a peek at it and caught it in the Apple Apple ad or Apple moment. And um, and yeah, it was it was like it was interesting to actually put it on a record and have it be part of a story. And yeah, it seemed like it had to be definitely. All right, should we um, hop into some of the stems for yeah. Show Me How? Yeah, let's do that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the first sample is the stomp kick. The drum production here is kind of an interesting part of the track because for a while it just existed as vocals and synths and production on that side of things. And there wasn't really a drum pattern or anything percussive in the in the song really for a while. The song itself is not in like a 4-4 rhythm. It's um Yeah, it's 3-4. It's pretty much straddling both. That's what was interesting when you sent over this initial drum production on top of the arpeggiated piano part that I put down. I was like, okay, the piano is 3-4. The piano is definitely in that rhythm, but the drums were very much 4-4. I mean, it's just like a bum, gum. just super straight ahead. I mean, I think in a lot of ways I was thinking about this idea of creating a track for a cinematic purpose. As someone who edits as well, um, does a lot of video editing, having these really clear, defined cut points where you could build a, a scene or something around the way the drums are hitting. But yeah, I was like, is this working? Are these rhythms kind of clashing? But I think ultimately it kind of hammers down all the all the noise and all the kind of like wildness that's happening um, in the synths and the vocals that are just like turning into chaos towards the end of the track. Yeah, I think it, it's maybe on the surface a little counterintuitive, but it works incredibly well. Like you're saying, to to ground those, all these really rhythmically complex and exaggerated explosive synth elements to just like really ground them around the one, totally achieve the cinematic purpose. And I think Kevin was able to play it up too with more like the impacts and other like pure cinematic elements, like him having sort of a very straightforward rhythm to work that stuff around really helped elevate the track. So the next sample is Show Me How Piano. It's definitely the core and foundational element of the track. Definitely some other versions floating around on our computers of this chord progression. Sort of articulated through this arpeggiated piano line, it had a strong empathetic pull to it. And it was like coincided right as we kind of had this prompt to work on stuff that was specifically more cinematic. This ARP is something that you can use and implementing your track. Again, it's sort of this like tried and true technique of how we've used VST piano, which is the the plugin is called Piano Tech. And then we use a wave sound shifter to pull it down an octave. And it just makes it like a little bit more disconnected. It almost makes it, even though you're adding more digital process to it, it makes it feel more analog, more organic, I should say. So um, that's the Show Me Out Piano. So this is the reverse symbol on the track. I feel like this is a move we used to do a lot more than we do now. If you listen back to old Beacon catalogs. I can get 
I mean, right. maybe with this specific, maybe with this exact sound. Yeah, too. it might be this one. And definitely there was a few that were made years back when we needed something like this. Any sort of riser sound or like, you know, kind of wash into another section or something. We kind of lean on this a little bit, which I think we've kind of like moved moved on from it a little bit. But it, it, it made its way into this track. But well, I think we we more, we create our own risers, you know, through through noise or through or vocal, sense and yeah. stuff or vocals, right. like right. which... There's not nothing. I mean, obviously, it has makes a huge positive impact in this track. There's nothing to say against no, certainly using not. And it. You can, or, it's a great like layer too on top of like other yeah, lads, totally. Because it has such a you know, there's so much uh, kind of high end sheen going on that sizzle on the top end. Um, so I mean, if anything, I think you know, it's a great layer to add into moments like that. So the, the, this next sample is the guitar loop, this crescendo of Show Me How that we've been talking about. It was fun. I mean, I remember it was a lot of fun to work on because it felt like complete kitchen sink. It was like that part of the production and writing process where you're like, you keep throwing things at it and you're like, everything's kind of sounding good. And you're not, you know, because the whole prompt around this track was just to build that intensity up as much as you could. It was sort of like a guilty pleasure of, like there would only be good consequences to uh, to just throwing more at it. So I remember putting this guitar thing down with exactly that in mind. It's there. It's very subtly there in the final mix, but it's there, and it's just another sort of sweetener on top of everything, on top of like a very, very intense, complicated like musical moment at the end there. Yeah, as we're looking through the stems here, we're actually discovering things in the track that, yeah. <laughs> that we kind of forgot were there. And I think yeah. that's where the point of that section is that, you know, not everything has to really be heard. It's more about like what you feel out of the track. So this next stem is the show me how bass. This bass note that lands at this really intense moment in the vocal as the things are kind of automating up and the reverb th- is about to throw on this voice, which is carrying the entire range of frequencies through the track, is to add a sub underneath it as well. So basically the vocals here are going through the prismizer and they hand off to this really intense sort of growly bass line that, what do we say, it has the devil lock on yeah, it, it right? A, a, it's, yeah, it's being sent to an effects track, which has uh, some devil lock on it it's in a pitch shifter pitched down it's the low octave that's then pitched down so it's supposed to be like sort of coming up from the earth you know like from the earth's core just this very super growly intense noisy from the devil lock bass that the vocal hands off to so it's like and they say i could love you more they say i could That handoff there is just supposed to be this like really intense introduction of the sub frequencies into the track. And we've been actually recreating that live, right? Yeah, your vocals are going live and then these are attached to these are the attached to the SPDs. Yeah, these are attached to the SPD as like big sub hits. Right. Know, kind of see and feel it all happening, you know. Like we've been starting the set a cappella with Show Me How and the first thing that you hear that's musical is basically this bass note that we're giving you now. And that's it for Show Me How. Big thanks to Kevin Seaton for working on this track over at Heavy Duty. The next track we'll be talking about is Harm, coming close to closing out the record. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.